time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Episode 266. Thanks to the good people at netgearnetgear.com.au. And Stephen's back, okay? I'm just, I feel like a part of my life has returned. Um, I don't have those silly telephone call from last episode. We took a break because we felt we needed it. More importantly, we didn't think you could put up with us not being in the same room. So here we are. Yeah. Sitting on the wharf of Sydney Harbour, and it's a beautiful day. Stephen, welcome back. Good to be back, Trevor, and uh, I did miss you as well. <laughs> I um, and it's been a couple of weeks since we have spoken. Lots this, happened. Lots happened in the tech world. Is this the point where I cue the Rocky music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's uh, seen my, <laughs> my that, you know what? You know what? That was a that's actually pretty good rendition. <laughs> That, that was a great experience. For those who don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I recommend you go we to techguide.com.au and we check out Steve's uh, Instagram. We went to Philadelphia, and um, I've always been a lifelong... As, 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 as much as I'm a Star Wars fan, I'm also a Rocky fan. I've been a fan of Rocky ever since the day I saw the movie. Yeah, like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, good on you. I can't believe it. I honestly couldn't... I, I couldn't believe that worse than Star Wars. I'm thinking you could have had to have watched that first. But anyway... <laughs> We were in. I was. I, I stayed in New York longer, uh, and my brother joined me. And I said, so, "I said, you know, Philadelphia is only an hour and a half away by train from New York. And you know what we can do in Philadelphia?" Mm. And he said, "Book it." And we did. It was and a it millisecond. Was, it wasn't even awesome. a discussion. Oh, mate, it was like instantaneous. And you can read my blog on Tech Guide. And I actually went to a lot of trouble with that story, matching up the scenes from the movie and the where I visited. It, it was a. a it was a passion project, that one. No, you did well. It was very good. And uh, Stephen had business over there, so yes. It was better better to get together and talk about all the things that have gone on. And there has a bit going on, so let's get cracking on. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 266. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. All right, well, um, what is it, two weeks ago now that we recorded the last show, and that was um, moments after... The, just after yeah, it was, the launch, yeah. yeah. It was just after the launch. So you'd yeah. seen it, you'd had a bit of a hands-on. But we've both now used the Note 7. It goes on sale uh, Friday. Ne- on Friday, yeah. as in tomorrow. The 19th. Oh, the 19th, yeah. So people tomorrow. listening to this <laughs> will, will be able to buy the device. So let me start off, okay? Sure. I, I, I haven't been privileged to, to see presentations about it. I just took it out of a box, used it as a phone. Yeah. Um, it's a great... So you never got up early for the presentation? <laughs> no, I did not. In New York? No. Okay. Though, Take it out of bed for Samsung. <laughs> Take it out of bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, know, we know where. It was, it was, it was even... It, it was 1 a.m. Excuse me. Sorry. Sydney time was 1 a.m., so you wouldn't have even had to get out of bed. It's just not going to bed. Some of us have got stuff to do the next day as well, Stephen. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Well, today's show the next week. <laughs> no, I wasn't, but okay. I just... Anyway, right. let's not go there. Bottom line. So, it, But I, I like that experience sometimes because as, uh, as a buyer... Most people don't get to do much more than pick it up, buy it, and then take it out of the box. Yep. 
My number one impression was, wow, they fit a big screen into a small body. I mean, it's it's a very slim body. You've got it in a case. We'll talk about that in a second. But very slim, uh, very sleek design. It's got all the all the S7 um, uh, build quality materials. Um, the, the edge, the curved edge bothers me still. I don't, don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't need it. It's it's kind of a cross between the edge. And the S7, so I know, but I feel like they've. I, I feel like they've given up on the edge, and they're just trying to curve the edges of all their screens. Well, I think now. what they've achieved with it, if you see through our photos, but even you get it in your hand, what they've achieved is actually an edge-to-edge screen. So there's no, there's no real. When you look at the screen front on, there's no side bezel to the screen anymore. I just in, in that, some that's one of the reasons why it's so small in your hand. In some cases, um, you know, watching movies. Uh, Browsing pages or photos, I just feel like there's distortion on the edge, and it bugs. It, it kind of bugs me a little bit, but it's not a game game breaker. I, I love the the swipe in from the edge, kind of uh, immediate access to so contacts that, and things like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So you got that's all good. That's all good. But I think you could do that with just a swipe in from the edge on any phone. So <clears throat> that software layer is excellent, and it could be on any phone without the curved edges. The stylus is sensational. Um, I don't know why you would want to leave a note on someone's lock screen other than to troll them. I love the idea of just jotting on. The- <laughs> so you, you leave us a note on the lock screen so you can remind yourself of stuff. Like yeah, but you- mate, I don't want to break it to you. You leave that sitting in your office. Someone's going to walk in and go, yeah, and write little <laughs> rude notes and draw pictures on it like they would a voting card. <laughs> yeah, that's that's quite funny. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let my phone out of my sight for a start. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that is that is that is quite funny. But for those who use it properly, yes. it's a great way to remind yourself of stuff. And finally, the uh, finally for me in in quick terms. The iris scanner is sensational and unbelievable technology that I think is a complete waste of time. And it's probably <laughs> taking up too much space. It's actually a taller phone than it needs to be because of all the iris scanning technology in the top. Um, I think so. It works really well. It works pretty immediately. It didn't work for me many times in the car, which was interesting. Like yeah. if I just pulled up somewhere, I don't know why, just the lighting or something like mm-hmm. that. But most of the time it worked pretty darn well. But here's the thing. To... Open your phone with the iris. You need to pick it up, press the power button, swipe up on the screen, and then have it recognize your eyes, which you can do sometimes instantaneously if you're in the right position. Yeah. With the it's Oppo, just an extra step. With the Oppo R9 or the Huawei, Huawei P9, I just pick it up, put my finger on the fingerprint scanner, and I'm in. I don't have yep. to press any and buttons. And they've updated the Instagram Finally. icon. Nice. Yes. Nice. Um, we'll about the yeah. The, but, it's uh, just a simple thing where yeah. pressing a power button seems like an extra step and how lazy is that? I, I, I like it I think because of they've sa- they've said look what we can do and they've done it. Yeah. But also it's, it's a little bit Mission Impossible sort of James Bond which is pretty cool. They're where you can you know it's, it's going to or you can unlock it just by looking at it. Which I think is pretty funky. Mm, that's what you did with the ladies back in the day. <laughs> Just got to look at it, and, it's, and it opens <laughs> opens right up. Is that what you mean? Opens up to the conversation. That's I mean, right, the open up the conversation. Yes, the conversation. For yeah, the all, the all, all it takes is a look. That's right. That's Trevor. right. All, all, all it ever takes taken is a look. Stephen Fennick was a look. So it's like literally for your eyes only. I like that. I tell you what I like about it. I like the everything you said. Uh, the screen, the power, the performance is really solid as well. Like mm. lots of storage. Mm. 64 gig on board already plus if you pre-order it you're going to get 256 gigs that's 320 gig of storage on your device which no one needs well if you've got a lot of photos and you shoot 4k video you would use because this can shoot 4k video don't forget Uh, I I do like the fact it's waterproof that's handy so if you spill a drink or drop it in the toilet whatever you do you're sorted Uh, but 
overall, I think the, the design is quite nice. I, I wasn't impressed by the battery. I thought it was good, but it, it's not like, for a big device like that, I expected solid day, not a bit of a day. Have a look what I've got there, right? 35% left. It's, it's what time now? It's 8, 8.05 p.m. Does yeah, that take into account your six-hour nap this afternoon? No, I didn't have a nap this afternoon, but that was I pulled that off the charger at 8 o'clock this morning. Jeez, what time do you get up? Eight o'clock. No, it was just I just left it on. I needed to charge it. Yeah. It was eight o'clock this morning. That was one hundred percent. So here we are, twelve hours later. I've still got thirty-five percent battery left. I want did, more did than your, that. Did yours perform that well or no. not? No. Okay. What I found helped the battery is leaving it charging for a long time. Even though it's got fast charging, I left it one night charging because I, I thought, oh, it's dead. I, I left it charging overnight. Went to bed. Woke up five hours later and it was charged, hundred percent. And that's when I find had a longer charge. I always wake up in the morning. I, I charge mine by my bedside, so it's always so it's 100% when I wake up. Yeah. Well, that's what I found. The battery jumped up. I'm not saying it's a bad battery. I'm just yeah. saying I, I think I expected much more yeah. from the bigger phone. It is a bigger battery. It's 3,500 milliamp hour. So this is actually the biggest battery See, on a note. See, this is my problem with a beautiful high-resolution screen like this. Yeah. If the screen is high, higher than high definition, and then I, you end up chewing more battery. It's, it's a, and I don't even have the display on auto brightness. I've got it up pretty high without auto brightness, and I've still got 35% 12 hours after I took it off the charger. Yeah. So it's, it's not bad. I think the, the saving grace for those who think, oh, geez, the battery's not that good, or the battery will last only a day, yeah. the saving <laughs> grace is that it's the fast charging. You can have this fully charged in an hour and 20 minutes, which is pretty good. So if you if you do need, or you can just charge, connect it for half an hour, you could probably get up, get up to 60, 60%, yep. or 70% in 45 minutes. Look, I my other, and I'm not having a, having a go, I'm just saying my other thing is, this is a small selling device. This is not a flagship phone. It, it is a, um, a mid, mid-range phone in terms of quantities. If, if that, um, it's, it's for a businessy user or someone who just loves the massive screen. Awesome. And if, you're a con- if you love your content, this is a really... Oh, it's, don't forget, it's got HDR screen on it as well. Who gives a that, shit? That, but that's also... Seriously, that's on also a smartphone, Stephen, who but, cares? But, but when content's available, which it will be through streaming services... Why not have it? No. HDR is the new 3D. I'm calling it right now. It's a complete load of industry waffle that looks... I, I accept it does look better. But in watching a Blu-ray on a high-definition TV, looks just as good as it does when you watch a bloody HDR on a 4K TV. It's like everyone talking about 4K before there was 4K content. Now no, there is I've 4K watched a lot of four, I've watched a lot of HDR no, but, content now. But, but, but now that there is the 4K and the HDR, that's that's the new normal now. And I, I know, but that it's, that's what you're going to expect. It's that quality now you're going to expect. I want to know what the Note 7 without HDR, how better the battery would perform. I want to know how what impact these innovations for the sake of waving a flag yeah. and saying we did it but it's actually one, impact the battery. But it's one of those features that sort of it's... It, it jumps the checker over the, over one more space forward. It says, okay, this is the latest phone. This is the latest feature. No, no, I agree. So and that's why they've done it. critically, let's then talk about Mobile World Congress next year because that this phone has given us a huge indication of exactly that. We're going to have... Satellite Donald Trump oh, then. Oh, no, huge. We're going to have USB-C charging on the on the Samsung Galaxy S8. Iris Scanner. Iris scanner. Another, another company will adopt, adopt the Iris Scanner. I would think there, something Apple would do, you reckon? No. You don't reckon? Tim, you can you bring your Iris to Tim Cook. He's going to tell you to go and get <laughs> jump. That's your last day at Apple. Yeah, I reckon. No, I, I think USB C 
from here on in, Samsung phones are going to have USB-C, you know as what? are most Android phones. Yeah. Because you've got the LG G5, the Huawei P9, there's a bunch that have it because it's better. Yeah. Reversible, very easy to use, um, offers more ex- um, expansion options, yeah. the fast charging, all those different things are there. So we're going to have that in the Galaxy S8. We're going to probably have iris scanning. We're going to have... Um, probably the only thing we don't know is the design. But apart from that, this is a very clear indication of what's coming next month. Absolutely. I'm impressed with this phone. I've I've been using it as my device since I got back from the US. I've had it for... As you keep saying to me, I gave it four and a half stars. It's a great phone. I just... I just think it's fifth behind two iPhones, a Samsung, Huawei P9, and then the Note 7. Yeah, no, I think, look, this the audience, the Samsung... Samsung People who user. want a big screen with a stylus, the only device you buy. Absolutely, I think. So the only one you can get. Samsung got a lot of users, a lot of lot of customers who gravitate to their devices, and an iPhone user might turn their nose up at this, but an Android user might think this is the next best thing. And critically. They could release this every March alongside the other two, but they don't because it gives them a bump up in publicity, in conversation, in talk, in marketing at this time of year. Before before, before the next iPhone. Before, which is which probably be out in another what four, five or six weeks. Exactly. Yeah. So that's 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 the whole deal there. I wrote a very small number of words about the Note 7 at EFTM.com.au. Stephen went to much more trouble um, having had the device for probably longer and, and then you know actually used it in, in great detail um, at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, the new English Premier League season is underway, Trevor. Oh, I've been waiting. I know you're a massive so fan. I'm a massive Chelsea... Is that a club? <laughs> yes, it is. Very good. I'm a massive fan of Man... Man U, yep. uh, Manchester City. There's two Manchester's, but anyway, uh, the it didn't get off to the best start though for Optus and their live streaming service. There was a lot of people who took to Twitter to express their disappointment. There were some issues with some uh, some stuttering live streaming and and the, the stream actually cutting off completely. Uh, the delay of up to sixty seconds, which not, doesn't really count as a live a live event. So right. here's the problem, right? It's a very it was it went nuts. Social media melted down with EPL fans filthy about this. But actually, when I went and I'm thinking, oh, the drama, I'm going to turn my fetch on. I turned the fetch box on. I quickly subscribed to Optus. Fetch, fetch worked with seamlessly. Worked fine. No dramas. But it did drop out. Earlier in the game, there was the dropout. But that was a host broadcaster dropout in London. Now, that is inexcusable. But forget that for a moment. Um, there's two issues that I see residual for Optus in this big play. This is a big play for the future, right? And it is going to affect whether or not the AFL, the NRL and others get involved in this kind of um, entertainment rights. The delay and the quality. Now, Optus is pushing out HD, but you need 5.5 meg data rate to do that. On your mobile phone, a lot of people wouldn't be getting that and won't be able to get the HD, so they're getting a poor quality. On the Fetch TV, you only need 3.8 because they're using HEVC encoding, so they're getting better quality through a smaller pipe. Now, that's, that's an issue that people can learn and deal with. The, the delay, never going to change. The yeah, internet so streaming, by its very nature, requires always, the, the fission yeah. to come in, be encoded, delivered, and then decoded. Yeah. It's always going to be but, delayed. But not 60 seconds, though. Yes. It's I never going to get better. I thought, it was gonna, I thought it was quicker than that. I thought it was like 20 or 30 seconds, the delay. Can I tell you right a terrestrial Think about this, and, and with greatest respect to all those football fans listening, um, soccer's a boring game with two goals maybe scored. Trevor said that, not yeah, me. With two goals scored in 90 minutes, right? Yeah. You're sitting there, you've got your Fetch TV on or you've got your tablet or whatever and you've got your phone, you're on Twitter because it's boring. You're, you're watching social media at the same time and one of your mates goes, goal! Because he's at the game. 
or he's in England. It's about a minute before you find out there was a goal. It's a big spoiler in a social media world, don't you reckon? Yeah, so the tip would be if you are Optus streaming, get off get off Twitter yeah. for a start. But um, and, and a lot of people were tweeting about that fact. And um, look, I think if if you if you want to go, if you want to get the full package, you want to get Fetch TV, you want to have a better quality broadcast closer to live, yeah. then you've got to pay for it. You've got to go Fetch. Or it's, but the, the, it's not it's not that much closer to live. Unfortunately, well, I mean, even quality strength, wise quality and comfort-wise, watching it in your, on your television rather than on your device yeah. and having to stuff around with airplay and streaming it to your TV, um, I think it's just one of the prices you've got to pay because the fact that Optus is now the rights holder. <laughs> but it, let's, let's now put forget that little debacle. And it was probably overplayed a bit because of the drama, but, geez, their Facebook page lit up with, with whinges. But I like how Optus came out the next day and said it wasn't our fault. We, it, was, it was all this, this, and this happened. Well, the outage wasn't their fault. But everything else they're not addressing yet because they can't. And this is the thing. Well, so they, let's. I did mention the delay. They said that the the delay is just a sort of inherent with with over the top content via broadband and stuff. That that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. Well, we, this is a problem. Explain the nature of the beast to the general public who yeah. right now are watching NRL games live live, AFL games live live, so VAT supercars live live. If I'm watching NRL on my Telstra phone, yep. there's still a delay. Yes. Yeah. But not up to not 60 seconds though. But. It, Yes, there is. It's a long delay, right? But people are doing that because it's the only it's the only option they've got, yeah. right? I'm at the I'm at a, an event. I've got to watch the South game, and here it is. Yeah, but I know that when I go yeah. home, yeah. I can just watch the game proper, proper live. Yeah. Even well, Foxtel satellite has a one or two second delay. But let's be real: if AFL and N- N- AFL and NRL entertain the idea of selling their rights for billions of dollars to a Telstra for streaming over the top broadband. They're going to have to deal with this from a marketing Absolutely. perspective. They're going to have to deal with it to, to educate people. And let me, like, as a former sports editor of the telly, soccer is so important. Oh, we've talked about this before. Soccer's yeah. massive, and if we if we make a, if we made one mistake on our soccer page or gave it less space than other sports, we'd get a hundred phone calls. Yeah. So I can understand people's frustration where. The, the, this is this is like my sport that I want to watch uninterrupted and watch it the best way I can. I can understand their outrage yeah. at the moment. So it was it was Optus took on a beast here uh, with the with the English Premier League, very gutsy move, and everyone was shocked when they did win the rights yeah. over Foxtel. And in twenty years, we're going to look so, back at this and go, they were trailblazers because yeah. whatever happens, they need to develop the the conversation, the marketing, the the understanding with the audience about that. Anyway, um, interested to know your views. If you're an EPL fan or you just happen to come across it, let us know what you think. The hashtag on Twitter, Ziggy Zaggy. Um, I'm, I'm on Twitter at Trevor Long and Stephen's there at Stephen Fennick with a PH. Listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, some pretty cool stuff came out from Telstra um, this afternoon. Um, While we're on the subject of streaming, we just spoke about Optus streaming. Yeah. Yes. Um, They've, they've been looking at their, their data. They've done some research, but they've also looked at their network data, and that 40% of their mobile traffic is video-related. 60% of their broadband traffic at home is video-related. And that's a big deal. And so as a result of that and a bunch of other things and things they're seeing, they've now introduced a few new things, and I think this is a very interesting play from Telstra. Um, they are now offering to new and recontracting customers from next Tuesday three-month subscription to Stan, Netflix, and Presto. And I say that in this specific way, Stan, Netflix, and Presto. Not Stan, Netflix, or Presto. You get all, all three yeah. for three months. And that's cool because you can sample them all for three months and then work out what you want to try 
And then, if you want want to keep one of them, you, you go for your life. They've also now made Apple Music data-free. So it's un- unmetered. So whatever you listen to on your Apple Music, which they've been providing to their customers 12-month you know, subscriptions to, is now unmetered. This is, a, I mean, in terms of trying to keep customers happy, they've just pretty much wiped out any memories of any issues they've had this year. Absolutely right. Yeah, I think that, that that's one thing that Telstra does really well is, is le- leverage the power of their network leverage the speed of their network and offering great content to enjoy on the network. Like we've already got AFL, NRL, which yep. is part of your deal. You choose one, you get it for free. Yep. Uh, the, I think the Olympics. The Olympics the is deal. part of it as well. Yep. And that was interesting stats about that as well. But I'm quite interested in the fact that I like the term they use where there's a new prime time now where people watch their content on the move. So it's not like you don't have to be sitting in front of your TV to watch your sport or watch your favourite program. They can physically see their network um, video load go up during commute time. So people sitting on the train, on the bus are watching TV. They're watching Netflix, Stan and Presto. If you've ever caught a train in the morning, Trevor, and I'm, if you used to around in a car most of the time rather than getting the train. But you well, when do, my driver's on holidays. At, <laughs> when you're actually on a train, a packed train, I, I often get the train into the city rather than having to find I have a also. I caught a train today. There you go. Okay. But you, you notice on the, in the busy times, in the, in the commute After hours, I drop back my Land Rover. That's right. <laughs> in the busy times, you big snotty, you, you snotty you are. Uh, yeah, you'll see that like nine out of ten people are looking at their phones. Most of them have got ear, earplugs in, earphones in, and looking at stuff. And the other person's dead inside. No, the other person's probably reading a book. No, they're dead inside. No, they're reading a book. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's it's uh, our our habits have changed. No, they have. Ena- enabled by this technology and enabled by a, a network like Telstra. And. Let me be a little bit vague about this, but I did some work today because we're going to cover this on the Today Show on Monday. But, you know, Vodafone have got there, and they were the first to do this whole, we'll give you a stand, we'll give you a Spotify, we'll give you the subscriptions or whatever, to value-add entertainment. Optus have had some style of that as well. This is the first time that, A, stuff... Or Optus have also got the unmetered music, Google Play, Spotify, um, iHeart Music and Pandora. Not Apple Music, but all of those are unmetered for pre prepaid customers, yep. um, but Telstra doesn't do any of that. So this this is a big leap forward to do that. Does Vodafone let you spot it? Do you Spotify data free? No. No. Because that's, that's, that's a bonus you get as a customer. Yes, yeah. yes. but um, it's all data in, data counted. Now, let me tell you, this isn't the last announcement. Will he... Will from he, Telstra? No, from Optus. Optus. Optus will be the next to move, and their move will be very solid. Will be a Premier League announcement? You're no, I don't know. They won't be talking about the Premier League. But their move will be very solid for... Um, for lovers of Stan and Netflix, in, okay. in a very good way for their customers. Well, uh, if, it must it must obviously lead, obviously leads to customers using these services for three months and then choosing the one they like because mm. that, that that this try before you buy kind of feel they're the free trial. That's right. That, that, that I'm sure these companies are happy to offer that because how else will you know how good their service is without trying yeah, it first? Exactly. Try so, before you buy, Trevor. Yeah, and three months is a much better trial, actually. You know, 90, yeah. 90, 90, 30 days is available on all of them, but 90 days is a big period to try all of them, sample around, actually compare them, and then at the end, you might sign up to one or two or even all of them. So yeah, it's pretty you, big deal. What do you reckon was the, uh, of the Olympics that have been live-streamed, what do you think was the top, the most streamed uh, event from the Games? You're obviously asking our, our listeners, right? I'm asking we, you. What a, what am I pork chop? You don't think I published this information earlier today? <laughs> I'm just trying to make a bit of a bit of a show of it, Trevor. Well, let no, me tell you. I, I was surprised. I was surprised because I thought it would have been Usain Bolt. 
Uh, I think it was probably a bit too late for the uh, stats to be collected. That, that was something would have happened earlier in the games. Yeah. So it was the USA v Australia basketball game, yeah. which Australia led at one point, didn't they? Although oh, no, they early on, mate. We were smashing it. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that was 25% of total mobile network traffic, followed by, no, you're right, the men's 100-metre final sprint. That came second. Uh, women's 100-metre freestyle swimming. Rugby women's final, which they won. Thankfully, they won something we won. And the men's 100-metre freestyle swim final as well. I think Phelps won another. Didn't he win another medal in that race? Yeah, I'm sick he's of him. Won a few. He's won 23 in his yeah, in his time. Go it. back and smoke some pot, fella. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, interesting stats there. I quite like too where we stream. Where are you when you're streaming? Yeah, well, this is the the one I like about this is a lot of people they streaming mul- in bed. Multitask. Yeah, they multitask. Oh, well, well, I'm just doing the one thing. What are you mate? talking about? <laughs> what are you streaming in bed? Are you, is this you or is you is you talking about other people? One thing at a time. Yeah, one thing at a time. Telstra's uh, calling it like under the covers, and they're, they're suggesting that there is twenty uh, percent of people have admitted to uh, basically ignoring their partner while they're um, yeah. while they're in bed and streaming. So no more headaches. I've got Netflix, love. Yeah, there you go. So uh, you won't need to. I've never had a headache just quietly. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, me neither. But uh, I, I like the fact that we, we do stuff while we're streaming. We're, we're in there at work. How many, how many workplaces? 11% of people are streaming stuff at work. And I'd be how, blocking how that strict, if I was at work. How strict are your bosses? Yeah. Uh, in the gym, walking, in the car. How can you stream in the car? Hopefully it's a passenger, doing, unless it's music. I'm going to admit I pulled over yeah. and watched the Usain Bolt 100-metre final. What's your licence plate or your licence number again? <laughs> Depends and, uh, on the vehicle that week. Transport, public transport, which is Obviously. what we were, we were talking about earlier. The commute, the commute prime times, at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. That's fifteen percent of all people are streaming and during yeah. on public transport. Very cool Amazing. stats. Very cool data. All available at eftm.com.au and techguide.com.au. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au. If you want to solution to your home networking needs then consider a product like the Netgear Nighthawk X8. This is a tri-band router for your home or small business that has uh, active antennas, it has beam forming, it has all the latest technology you need in a, in a router that will allow you to get the best performance from your network, the best performance from your devices. Because it's all well and good to have the latest devices. If you don't have the best network, they aren't performing at their best. So check out the Nighthawk X8. Both Stephen and I have reviewed this product. You can check it out on our websites, or of course, you can check it out at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, I admit, and we've, we've freely admitted many a time, I'm not a massive book reader, but when Kobo announced their latest device, the Aura One, I, I, I loved a couple of things about this. Firstly, it's actually um, quite a quite a chunky device, but but thin enough to feel like a paperback, but the size of a hardback. Okay. Because they went to the trouble of getting like eight or nine of their best customers in a room for some period of time, as a part of a focus group, to say. What should our device look like? So rather than making you know, it thinner and lighter or uh, making the screen go edge to edge or whatever it might be, what, are the, what are the engineers thought, they got their, their readers, their users to say, how should it be? And they've made it feel more like a book. They've made it the screen big enough to fit more words on the screen so there's less page turns. It's waterproof as they've had other products before. And it's actually a 7.8-inch screen, one of their biggest yet. Yeah. And critically, this seems like it's the... Um, 
it's it's the in thing to do now, and for very good reason. They've taken that blue light out of the uh, out of yeah. the backlight at night time, so that when you're reading in bed, which is the one thing that you do do in bed, or other forget the smartphones, we shouldn't just be using our smartphones in bed. But reading an e-book in bed is a very standard thing to do. So take that backlight out, that blue light in the backlight, and you're really improving this product to you know tenfold. I agree. I'm an e-reader fan, and uh, the Kobo. I like the fact that it's got a bigger screen for a start, so less page turns. Uh, it, it is the size of a hardcover book, so it does give you. Uh, I think that's probably the first thing the customers in their feedback would have given them. Yep. It is still pretty thin. It's only six point nine millimeters thick, two twenty six grams. So it's not too heavy. You can hold it up in bed and without having to be uh, be too tiring with your arm. The comfort light, agree, great feature. The blue light. Uh, a lot of people aren't aware that looking at a backlit screen, like your phone or your tablet, that blue light shining through can actually affect the quality of sleep. A lot of people don't realise that. They're thinking, well, it's never it's, worried it's okay. me, but absolutely it does affect some It does some affect people. some people, absolutely. And, and this, this kind of eliminates that. Uh, and the, the fact you can customise it as well, like there's fonts you can customise, different font sizes. And, of course, a library, well, it's got 8 gig of storage on board, so you can fit 6,000 books on here. So it's every book you've ever read on there. And also... <laughs> Mate, you can have one kilobyte of storage and fit my books. <laughs> 512 meg of RAM and a fast processor, so it is pretty snappy. And the, the store, you got access to more than 5 million titles. So it's uh, it's gonna, not out till October. It's going to be $349.95. So you, you are getting... This is the biggest e-ink screen on the market. And I think readers are going to respond to it. Yep. No, I think they've done very good. If you if you narrow it down now, there's really only two left in the market. There's there's many more, but there really are only two. Just two to buy the Kindle and the Kobo. And just to let you know, yeah. see this book that they've on this screenshot here, Mister Mercedes. Yeah. I've read that book. That's great. It's a book Steve. by Stephen King. That's great. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for sharing. <laughs> and also, I've yeah. also read mm-hmm. that book, The Girl on the Train. I've also read that book as well. Good okay, book. Let's just look being, at the others then. Being uh, made uh, related to The Girl on the Train. I haven't read that one. Girl on the Train. No, I've also read, read that, one. that one. Before no. I go to sleep, I've read, read that, that as well. <laughs> no, haven't read that one. What's this one no. here? Scroll next page. No, haven't read that one either. No, no I haven't read any of them. No. Yeah, I've read, my, no. read most of those. Oh, good. Yeah. You're, a, you're a well-read yeah. man. I'm a reader. No, you are. I know. In all seriousness, I'm a big reader, both e-reader and physical book reader. I don't think you're boring at all. No, not at all. Well, you know, books, books. You know, knowledge is power, mate. Knowledge is, is good. Like reading is knowledge, and reading, reading. And I tell my children this in in you know, my teenage kids who who rather look at a phone than a piece than a page to read. Reading it teaches you things. It, it teaches you you become a better speller. It increases your vocabulary. Yeah, a little squiggly so. line on word does that for me. Yeah, there you go. So spell, spell check. Spell check. Yeah, good on you. Life, okay. life teaches me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a life-taught individual. Now, in all seriousness, though, do you encourage your children to read? My kids read every night. Harry, uh, ja- they Harry, read a book or they read off no, an iPad? Or what do they no, read? no, they read. We have books. I've had e-readers. And I've given Jackson an e-reader to read Captain Underpants yeah. and stuff. But do you know what? He just goes back to the books. He's, he's, read, he's reading the Harry Potters now. He's got the new one. Is he's he's into it. He's Harry Potters already. Yeah. Good on He's overtaken his old man already. How old is he? Eight. <laughs> you overtook him at two. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've, listen, if you want to talk about I'm well read. I've read every Mr. Men book. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and my daughter's latest book, the Holy Bible, the Holy Bible, the, the picture version. Like ah, there's a kids' version. Right. I have to read that every night. Is that right? 
I have to read. So you're more Old Testament or New Testament, mate? Mate, she, I go, I got home the other day and I looked out and the Amanda and her were sitting outside and their son, it was beautiful. Went out there and she goes, we're up to the new book, Daddy. And I went, that's great, <laughs> bub. That's awesome because I haven't recognised any of the stories we've told thus far. There you go. What, anyway. Well, you didn't know Noah's Ark and Moses and all those stories? Uh, listen, the Old Testament? we've read through a whole bunch of things oh, that happened Catholic in high school, by the way, so. Israel and stuff. I had no idea any of this stuff went on. What? Do you go to a Catholic school? You never went nah, to a Catholic school, mate, you? Humpy Bong State School. Are you kidding? Okay. Very simple <laughs> stuff there, Griffith High and Woi Woi High. Good on you. Anyway, um, if anyone wants a copy of the uh, the children's Bible, I'd happily lose the one my daughter has. Um, two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, there's a new range of... Uh, there's a new... Navmans. Oh, okay. Navmans. Uh, there's a new sheriff in town. There's a new sheriff in town. Well, you can be a bit of a sheriff in town if you are using one of these MyView dash cameras. And they had a they had this little event out at uh, Ramwick Racecourse where they had sort of the inside of the track and there's like road a roadway and they had a couple of cars working and what they did they actually got us in the car and demonstrated the different uses for the my view dash cams okay and and of course you know naturally if you have an accident or sudden braking it's going to work but what they actually did they took us in the car we had to we had to sign a waiver and everything and they took us in the car you know driving in with a driver and he got the car up to 80 and he did a hard break and then you could see the thing recording and, and storing the file. He also uh, it, it simulated simulated various scenarios where you would require a dash cam. Like he had a guy, there was a second car and he had a guy come out of the car with a knife as if he's a road rage. There's a road rage incident happening and you could press the button on the My View to record the incident. They've also got their top-of-the-line model has a rear-facing camera as well. So you've got full coverage front and back. And another feature that I liked and, and, Is that, and included, Is the back one wireless? Uh, no, you've still got to connect it with a cable. But yeah, there, there are ways to get it professionally installed so that the cables are actually tucked away. All you see is the camera. But you know, I, I think this sort of device on the road, you, you, just, you just never know what's going to happen. If you've got something to back up your side of the story... That's, that's always going to help. Yeah. If you've got an insurance claim, again, police report, you've got some hard evidence. But you can also trigger the recordings on your own if you want to. But what I like about this range too is that the, the top, there's five products in the range. The top three also have these advanced driver assistance features, which you'd normally find in a device like a high-end car. I'm sure you've driven cars with lane assistance, yeah, yeah. collision warning. Well, now with the MyView... They're, they're included in, in those top-end devices. Oh, see, I look forward to testing that. that that's in, you know, the, the Garmin um, NuviCam, the, the kind of sat-nav and, yeah. and dash cam. That had that kind of lane guidance alerts and stuff. It was good, but not great, because it didn't really detect it every time. So I, I look forward to having a play with it to see how well it detects yeah. it, because it's nothing better than the built-in cameras in the car. But that's the, this is where we're going with this technology. You're going to be able to retrofit this to any car. It really gives you that huge advantage. And frankly, those... Those cameras, that single press of a button that saves that event, doesn't matter whether it's something silly you saw or something bad that happened to you, very important to have. Absolutely. And also, great YouTube if it's funny. Yeah. The, the quality is good too. Like they're, they're full HD from the entry level all the way up to 2K HD, so slightly better quality. There's also parking mode. So if, you, if you're car, in a car park and someone backs into your car, you've got a record of that. And look, yep. If the person isn't nice enough to leave you a note then you've got their number plate as, as they drive off so you had someone leave a note uh no well thankfully no one's hit my car well you know what happened i mean the ford mustang what oh yeah i went oh. to vote 
right? Oh. Parked the car, oh. took the kids up, we voted, came back. There's just something flashing in the windscreen as I drove home, and I went, oh, crap. Got home, note said, sorry, we bumped your car, and had their phone number and everything. Wow. Well, the damage wasn't too bad. It wasn't bad at all. I just pushed the, put the light back in, and it was just all good. Okay. But seriously, someone left a note. Well, That's the exact maybe. situation. That's- where this, this would have come in handy. This would kept them on. Imagine that person getting a phone call, not leaving a note. You've got a dash cam they never saw. Imagine that phone call. Phone call, I would have knocked on their door. Well, but how are you going to get their address for you have to report it to the police? I would have tracked them down. <laughs> the, uh, like the death wish. Good on you, mate. Yeah, like they Charles, voted Charles locally, Bronson. they live locally. <laughs> but it's got all the, all, all the information, of course, all geotagged, time-stamped, date-stamped. Uh, great information. There's also an app you can use on your computer to to download your your videos, view your videos. Uh, but I, I think uh, a product I think that more people are going to be, uh, be be using in their cars. They've also got the the GPS that's also on my view as well. So they've got yeah. these are the my view are just the dash cams, but they've also got GPS and and my view versions as well. Uh, and they're all available right now. I think. Uh, Starting at 159, I think is the entry level going all the way up to 429. Very nice. Check them out. Techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen, a very important question from me. What does that say? Reception. Ah, digital reception. Yeah. I'm going to tweet that. It doesn't no, say reception, well, it really. Written, it was written really quickly. So there was a story in the Manly Daily this, this week, um, which was reminiscent of many calls I've had on TalkBack. You can look at it all your life, Stephen. You won't be able to read it. I know what, you, I know there's what it means. E, there's a C. There's an there's E. Not, none P. of those letters are there. P and none a of C. Them. None of them. Okay. Anyway, um, I've had this call many times on TalkBack Radio. You probably have a few times as well, where yeah. people say, um, you know, I, I was watching my TV and suddenly, you know, Channel 7's not there or Channel 10's not there, Channel 9's not there. And you do a retune, it doesn't do anything. It's actually, the, the, something happened to their reception and it's changed in their area. Now, normally my response is that, you know, maybe something outside of your home has changed. Check your cordless phones, turn those things off. You can have bad power. There's a bunch of things that can actually affect your um, digital reception. But the most common one is the use of LTE, 4G LTE is now operating on the same spectrum, airwaves, that analogue TV used to use. So if you've got a UHF antenna on the roof, it's picking up the airwaves that used to be analogue TV, but it's actually now mobile phones, and it's just sending down these confused signals to your TV, and it's not able to decode them quick enough. It's not able to work through them. I found this little thing, a J-Car Electronics. It's $14.95. It's called a 4G slash LTE filter. It's an inline filter. As you said on with Chris Smith the other day, just like an ADSL filter. Yeah. You plug it in. So what you do is you unplug the antenna from the back of the TV. You plug this thing into the back of the TV. And then you plug the antenna into this thing. Little little tiny thing, about 10 centimetres long. off the back of your TV's area. And it filters it. out the signal. And it works almost immediately. Everyone I've recommended it to has had success with it. So if you are having any issues with the digital TV reception, especially in the city areas, um, it's likely due to the establishment of new um, LTE or 4G or mobile phone frequencies in your area, which does take time. They don't just turn it on. They've got to roll it out across the place. So it could be that that's exactly what's changed in your area. It's in pockets pockets of Sydney that it happens. I think there was a story in the the News Limited papers the other day. Yeah, out of the Manly. Out of Manly. So it's... It is an issue, and it must be frustrating for people too. They want to watch TV, and they've got these 4G towers near their home, and a $15 product can... Simple as that. So just if oh, I put a link up on eftm.com.au, but otherwise just go to your local J-Car and ask for the 4G filter for your TV. Simple as that. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right. 
we're back in town. Where uh, it's a beautiful night here in Sydney, and it is did time. You, did we say while we're here in the, on the harbour? Do we mention the fact that it's Text 100's Christmas in August? And it's showcase? their tenth anniversary. Tenth year they've done it. Yeah. So, so and we've been Text on the podcast 100. now for four, five or six five years. years. Five so years. this is probably the fifth year in a row we've come Have to we this event and 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 recorded the we podcast. Should, we should give them a bit of a shout out. They've shout out to the team at Text 100, who's a public 100. relations company yes. in Sydney, looks after a bunch of tech companies, yes. including uh, Kindle, Plantronics. Uh, Alltech Lansing, Swan Security, Home Security. Awesome. And there's other companies yeah. here that aren't with techs, but yeah. um, anyway, it's a great event where um, people like us and a bunch of other tech journals can come along and just see a bunch of products from a bunch of different companies rather than in. having to go to 15 different events over 15 nights. One night, one event, we see it all. Yeah. It's fantastic. Kill several birds with one stone, is that right? Now, um, if, you, if you had your car here, you left the lights on, yeah. and after two or three hours at the event, the car doesn't start, how do you jump start it, Steve? Well, oh, there's a product called the Power Jump 7.5. Now, this is a battery. It lo- looks like a, it's about the size of an external hard drive. That's my hand there, and and the, it does look about that size. It's, it's you know what? It looks like the size of a bloody the Note 7. Not quite, but not far off it. Anyway, it's it's pretty small, and the ba- this battery can not only charge all your mobile devices, your smartphone, your tablets, whatever you need. It's also got a 12-volt connection to jumpstart your car if you have a flat battery. So in the box comes not only the battery, also comes the multi-pronged cable so you can connect lightning, USB, micro USB, but also you get your 12-volt connector that has the contacts for your terminals on the battery, and you can zap a dead battery back to life with the PowerJump 7.5. It's only $79.95. Available from lc.com.au. There's a link on Tech Guide, but a handy little product to have in the glove box so that you're not stranded. And the, the battery also has a torch, so you can use it not only as a to, to look at what you look to light up what you're looking at, but also it has a strobe mode for for emergencies as well. Great little product. I've seen so many of these now because it's one of those great products that are now just being produced in in factories. And great little Aussie companies like um, these guys are coming on board, finding a the right type for Australia and bringing it to the Australian market. So it's cool stuff. Check out the link and uh, and the details at techguide.com.au. Now, this last product is very cool. Very cool because if you've got a really nice hi-fi system, you, know, you might have bought an old Sony, you know, I can think of one I bought in 2001-2, which was, you know, 5.1 surround sound, got the CD player and everything. But these days, I want Wi-Fi. I want connectivity. Yeah. Laser have a little gadget that will bring that connectivity to your home stereo system. That gadget is called the wireless Wi-Fi adapter. And, and uh, you're right, people grow attached to speakers. If you've got a good pair of speakers, you don't just throw them away. You keep them. You listen to them. And if you want to bring those speakers, though, into the 21st century and have that Wi-Fi connectivity, this is the exact product you need. It's only small. It's it's it's, it's like a hockey puck size. It's quite small. So you can connect Apple your TV Wi-Fi. size. Yeah, it's even smaller than that. Yeah. You connect the, your Wi-Fi to the device and then using an auxiliary cable to your speakers. and then Or optical. Uh, it is optical. It's also got a Qualcomm All Play chip on board as well. So once you're connected, then you can control through the All Play app your speakers wirelessly, stream content to them wirelessly, just like you would. And you can also incorporate that into a multi-room setup too. So the older speakers that now suddenly have Wi-Fi connectivity are now part of a multi-room setup. Really handy product. Only ninety nine ninety five from laserco.com.au and I'll give you a hint everyone 
It's 50 bucks if you go to their website. They're just not promoting that, but it's there for 50 bucks. Uh, Two blokes tip right there. But, uh, yeah, the laser wireless Wi-Fi adapter brings your regular speakers into the 21st century. Wonderful. Uh, Two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Stephen, it's just lovely to see you. A romantic uh, evening here on Sydney Harbour. Um, it's great to have you back in the country, mate, and we will find a location next week, and we'll be back on Wednesday next week as well. I think I've got a car event next week, so I'll, Is be, that right? I'll be out and about. So I'll probably consult come the diary to before you commit to the podcast, are you, mate? Or? Well, no, I, I know I've got an, uh, an event on all day Tuesday. I'm pretty sure I've got a car launch on Tuesday and I'm busy all day Thursday, so I'm pretty sure Wednesday, I can come to you. Open it up, okay. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm confident. Turn. Is it my turn to get the passport stamp? Well, I'll find out where I'm going to be um, with this car yeah. launch. I might okay, be closer good. to you. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back next week with episode 267 of uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Uh, Stephen's back in the country. We're both on Twitter at Stephen Fennick with a PH and at Trevor Long. Find us there and uh, subscribe to the show. And also, why not leave an iTunes rating while you're there? I mean, it's why an important not? thing for helping other people discover the show. Absolutely right. It's uh, good to be back, Trev. Yeah. Good to be talking to you face-to-face instead of over that crackly phone yeah. line. We apologise for episode 265. It won't go down in memory. It's not an award entry. Well, it's. I think when you consider that we've done every show this year together, apart from that one, I think people can forgive us for that Exactly. One. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being back next week. 